Welcome back to the Cross Points Yay, Podcast. I'm back. Laura, she's back. I'm oh so excited. Oh my goodness, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited that you're back. I mean, you've been gone a long time. It, I mean, I feel like I was pregnant for 75 years, so like everything <laughs> exactly. is just one big blur for me. <laughs> I'm sure it was. So let's see, let's go back. The last time you were here, it was in December. Oh my gosh, you're right. And now we're headed into spring. Oh my goodness. And thank God for spring. That's all I, I have to I say. Need Seriously, spring thank badly. you, Lord, for yes. the spring. <laughs> I don't handle the cold weather well. Oh, so. me neither. Okay. I want to like, is it called a snowbird? Yes. Some, some people who leave every yes. year, I, I need to be a snowbird. When I get older, that would be my dream. Gold, yes, right? right? I oh, agree. for sure. I agree. I, I don't need know to if be that'll ever happen, but I would <laughs> love it. Just the thought of it makes me happy. Me too. So, yes. Well, well Aura, so you're back. So tell us a little bit about what happened. Yes. Tell us about your baby. I had a baby boy. Oh healthy baby boy. Give us all the details. What I mean, it? he was seven pounds, three ounces. Is that big or small? It's medium-ish. Medium. medium, small. Okay. And he... um. He was my like easiest no no drama right after the birth, which was great. These boys are awesome. It was pretty sweet. It was pretty sweet. Um, and he's great. He's a okay. he's a good baby. I mean, I don't know. He's a good baby. We're still exhausted, but he's a great baby. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. New parents are gonna. Be I tired. know. We're exhausted, but we're pushing through. And I'm back. I'm happy to be back. Yeah. Now, okay. So let me ask you a question. Yes. How are your girls handling having a boy, another boy in the house? I know they aren't. They don't really care that he's a boy. They don't really. The oldest one doesn't care about him too much at all. She just kind of complains that he's loud. She's like, that baby cries a lot, is what she says <laughs> she about does him. Not, I was does like, she he really? has a name, but, um, and then <laughs> that baby lot. cries a lot. I'm like, okay. Um, and then my now middle child is obsessed with him to the point where I'm like, excuse me, thank you. Thank you. This I'm, is, my, this is my baby. She's like, I'm going to help feed him. I'm going to do this. I'm, you're like, okay, stop climbing on me. Get off. <laughs> that is funny. But she's so really. And she's instinctively kind of has that mom kind yeah, of. Yeah, she's obsessed on. with like all things babies. Really? And like when I go on a, when we go on a walk, she pushes a little stroller of her. Oh, she's so into babies, on, so it's pretty cute. cute. She that says when cute. she grows up, she's gonna be a mom. So oh, it's pretty cute. Look at that. I and, know. And how's your hubby? How's he doing? Is he exhausted? He's good. He's exhausted. Okay, yeah. He's so, but he's. I mean, he's pitching in a lot. He's a pretty active dad, so it's really nice. We like he's it. not he's, one of those ones. He's woke. Oh, he's a woke dad for sure. For nice. So yeah, so so he helps quite. A bit. He helps a lot. So okay, it's good. yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I would have been able to have a third if he wasn't so helpful. <laughs> I'd be like, oh my gosh, it's a lot of work. Right. <laughs> well, you know the question everybody asks after you have your third. Am I having a fourth? Oh, exactly. And, and I say, I'm fourth. not recovered from my third. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Hello. Hey, it's been, what, a couple months? I know, exactly. <laughs> the time is ticking. Let's I know. <laughs> Just kidding. Like, oh, my goodness. I, I hate it when people do that. I know. <laughs> I'm like, right. well, let me be, I'll tell you, I'll tell you exactly when we start trying. No, right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'll wear a shirt uh, yeah. or something. Yeah, Don't worry fine. about yes. it. Don't worry no. about it. <laughs> Praying for the fourth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, I'm so glad you're back. I'm happy to be back. And we are, um, we, we've got a great season three. Actually, Yay! this is season three now. You're right. This is episode one, season three. Oh my we, goodness. Three season seasons. three. I think we're like just getting better with time, like cheese, like wine. We're just so good. We ate better. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. Well, so today we're going to talk about one of those topics that has been in the news like nonstop. Oh my goodness. Are you talking about a Netflix special? Or uh, well, there was about? a Netflix special that I watched <laughs> oh, called Pandemic. Oh boy. Have you seen this? I have not seen it, but I oh, don't like the title. Oh, okay. It is freaky. Okay, well, I got I got to set the stage just for a second real quick. So okay. Pandemic is about um, uh, what you would expect, these uh, doctors and medical professionals who are trying to stop and curb the 
next pandemic that's okay. going to hit the earth. So they're trying to figure out what it's going to be and then cure it. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And they say it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Oh, boy. And yep. so, you, so you walk with these medical professionals that are from America, from Europe, and then I think one that's from the Middle East. Okay. And they bring in their religious perspective as well. Oh, in really? how are they handling this outbreak of disease that is happening all over the world. Okay. It's really interesting. Oh, it's like, boy. I don't know, eight seasons. You know, my wife, medical professional, yep. she st- sat down and started watching it, and I was like, oh, you're freaking me out. Totally. I'm like, I don't totally know if I can watch it. Me out. Oh, boy. And uh, and then I was hooked in like one episode. So. I think that would be me, too. I'd be like, I'm not watching that. And I'd be like, well, this is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. So one season. But anyways, really, really interesting. Anyways, in the news, the coronavirus. The coronavirus. This virus, it's all about how much beer you drink. Is that what it is? <laughs> Is that what that, <laughs> it does kind of sound like that. Where did this name come from? What a weird from? name. Do you, have, do you have any idea? No, I, I have no idea I where the name came from. On no, me neither. I should have, though. What were we thinking? I know. Yeah. Well, it's a weird name, but it is like... I heard that this weekend that Costco lines were out of control, that like that they were putting limits on how much toilet paper and water you could get at Costco because people were just really going crazy. Was this here in Kansas City or was this This on nationwide? Okay, on the okay. Yeah, I saw I saw specifically the article was about some Costco's in California. Yeah, okay, and I could totally see that. I know. Right. I'm like, oh boy. I don't know if you know this, but the CDC said the Centers for Disease Control said for people to start taking uh, to have some stockpiles in their home. They said one to two weeks. Can worth. you believe that? It's like, I don't even remember how much one to two weeks worth of food it. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't buy, like, I just kind of like, oh, no, we don't have dinner. Better go to the store. <laughs> I was going like, to say, I think I've got one day worth of food. I'm not, a, I'm not a big prepper. No, same here. Yeah. Yeah. But one to two weeks. One to two weeks. That's like, it's a lot of food. I know. Especially for a family. I know. And where do you put it all? I basement food. Right? And who eat like somebody's gonna get a bunch of canned goods, but like who really eats canned that's goods? That's what they say, canned goods and beans and like I know. I, I mean, like, I mean is the power gonna go out? Can you just get frozen meals? Yeah. Like But I'll <laughs> I'll tell you this, like I have friends in China. Okay. Okay. And they have sent me pictures. Uh, with, because they were quarantined, okay, their 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 city was kind of quarantined and so they were limited in where they could go. Okay. And they when they would go out they'd have to wear a mask. Okay. Number one, it was required oh, wow. for the whole population there uh-huh. to wear the mask. They went out and they went to their local. It wasn't. It's not like a supermarket like we have. It was kind of an indoor outdoor market. Okay. Yeah. Where all their fresh produce and all that kind, kind of like of stuff. river market or something. Yes, like that. kind of okay. like a river. Exactly like a river market. And she was taking photos for me, and uh, it all of the shelves were bare. Oh, there was nothing to buy. Well, think about this. Think of, yeah, very few wow. things to buy. And think about this, because if you're locked down and you can't go out to work, yes. who's in the fields collecting the produce Touché. and then bringing the produce in the trucks to bring it to the market, to yes. put it on the shelves, the people aren't there because they have been quarantined. That's really interesting because I was thinking like when everyone was getting toilet paper, I was like, Amazon delivers toilet paper? Why are you, why are you guys stocking up on toilet paper? Yeah, but like, if those guys aren't available yeah. to deliver, then what happens? Like, then you can just see the ripple Oh, my effects. goodness. Wow, that's kind of crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I didn't think about that like that, in that in those terms that, like, not, not it's not gone because everybody's grabbed it. It's gone because nobody's supplying it. Exactly. It's pretty crazy. That is, it's a little disturbing. It is. It feels very, like, yeah. very pandemic-y. Right, very pandemic <laughs> and, and And, of course, now, we're filming this on a Monday. We typically don't say when we film, but we're filming yeah. on a Monday because we've just found out that uh, the second person in the United States has passed away yes. from the virus. Yes. 
which is on the West Coast. Correct. Washington. Washington, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they can't determine, like, there was no contact from, like, a country like Italy or China or whatever that mm-hmm. had the virus. So mm-hmm. it's a communicable disease Yes. Now. And I heard it was in uh, a nursing home. Right. Which is really unfortunate because the older people are the ones who are the most susceptible to this. Absolutely. Their immune systems are the weakest. Yes. And so this, they're really vulnerable. Yes. It's really tragic. It is. But it's also had gone to a high school student, too, I think, in oh, Oregon. Okay. So that was kind of interesting as well. Yes. So, it, it, again, the, the, the word is that it's just not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Yes. It's going to spread across Correct. the country. Correct. Now, I'd like to debunk something that I have heard okay. – I don't know, countless times of people saying, well, it's it, the flu is worse. The, the flu is worse than coronavirus. Yes, let's talk about this for a second. I think it needs to be talked about. I've had those conversations as well. Yes. The flu kills more people than the coronavirus, like by far. Because more people have had it. Correct. So far. Okay. Right. So the flu kills 0.1% of people that get it. Correct. Not that many. Yeah. So if you get the flu, 0.1% is going to die. 0.1%. That's yes. a really small percentage. Yes. I mean, you know, again, this is why they encourage us to get flu shots mm-hmm. and all of those things because it is so widespread. It is. Which is to your point. Yes. It is widespread not only in America, but all over the world. All over the place. Right. Okay. So of the people who get the coronavirus, 2%. Yeah. So 0.1, not yes. 1%, 0.1%. 0.1 versus 2%. So it's like a tw- 20 times more likely to die if you get it, right? the coronavirus than the flu, and, if you get it. Yeah, and let's be clear, they still don't know all that they need to know about the coronavirus. Correct, correct, yes. We don't know yes. really how you get it. We don't know, I mean, we don't know even if they're being able to understand exactly how many people have it. They have these testing right. kits, but they really don't know. And it's taking a long time for the test to come back, exactly. so it's spreading before. Yep. But I would say like the flu. I. I've never had the flu. You have not. I am 31 years old. Okay. I've never had the flu. That you know of. That I know of. I've never been tested positive for the flu. Right. I could have had like really bad colds that okay. were the flu that I never knew were the flu. Right. Totally. So. Um, I want you to know. Yes. So in December, at the end of the year, this year was the first time that I felt like I had the flu. <gasps> you did. I'm serious. And my did you get wife, tested? My wife went and got tested and okay. it was negative. But okay. But then she got worse. And then we weren't able to get tested. Then I got sick right after that. And it was the worst sickness I've had, I think, in my entire life. Oh, my gosh. So you, like, you're pretty sure it was the flu. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I was laid up in the bed, not me. I mean, my whole body ached. Oh, I, boy. It was horrible. I yeah. was in the bed. You couldn't do anything. You know, sometimes when you're sick, you want to watch TV. I mean, totally. like, I, my you're... eyes were hurt. I didn't even want to watch TV. Yes, so bad. that is the worst when yeah. you're sick like that. Terrible. Oh, my gosh. So, again, I, I, and it... Yeah, so yes. you think about how bad you felt. Yes. And then now we're talking and about And you're the like a healthy male right? that would most likely not die from the flu. Right. I mean, you're not old, you're not young. No, and I run. Yes. Come on, or I'm out so there. So I'm running. just saying, like, it, it's probably so much worse for yeah. babies and, and elderly. Sure, for sure. The flu, if your so. immune system is weakened. And yes. All yeah. It's crazy. So I, I tell you this I did a deep dive on pandemics. Oh boy. Okay. Which is not something you should do. I'm like, I don't know that I would want to do that, but I'm happy to hear the information, okay. David. So the deep dive that I went on is the Spanish flu. Yeah. Okay. In, uh, in 1918. Yeah. That was the last one. That was the last yes, one. Yes. It and killed a ton of people. 
all over the world. A ton. Was it? How many was it? Do you know? Like 50 you know million or something like that? I, I can't remember. But I can't I mean, remember either. They said, any, well, I do remember. Anywhere between 30 to 50 million people. Oh, my gosh. And That's of course, so the population of the world wasn't that large. Right. So comparatively, it was a pretty big deal. Yes. And and what I what I found so interesting is they said that World War One actually accelerated the rate of the Spanish flu. Oh, intrigue. Yes. And did you know that the beginnings of the Spanish flu they think happened in Lawrence, Kansas. No way. I had no No idea. way. I've never heard yes. that before. Military base mm -hmm. in, just outside of Lawrence. Okay. And uh, as a result of that, uh, one guy got sick. They don't know how. They don't know where. And then within a matter of two or three days, 555 uh, officer or uh, uh, army, got one of my army guys, what am I saying? Uh, military, <laughs> military officers yeah. were uh, already sick with the with, with the Spanish flu. Wow. Within one day. Wow. It went like crazy. That's one of the crazy things we don't know about the coronavirus, by the way, is is the incubation period has been reported super differently. They, they don't know. That sometimes they're like, oh, I think it's like a month before yes. you show symptoms, 14 right. days, like just, right. so you could have been around, it's crazy. I know. The whole, so a day later, Anyway, that's so pretty, a day yeah. later, yeah. It, it was a major outbreak. And then they said, because they were moving all these troops around because of the war, yeah. they were on the front lines, they were back home. And then when they would send to the front lines and then they would get really, really sick and they couldn't fight. And then they would take the people with the strongest outbreak of the flu and bring them back oh, to boy. these military hospitals oh, yeah. where all the population was mm -hmm. that accelerated yes. the, the disease. Yes. And it, anyways, and it was just they just they just in this article that I was reading, I was just blown away by how number one, how quick the virus spread. Yeah. And number two, how devastating it was to the culture at the time. And they said one of the main reasons why it spread so fast is because there was a lack of understanding about hand washing. Mm -hmm. That hand washing is probably the best preventative totally. when it comes to these kind of diseases, which if you think about it, it's the most simple of things to do. I know. And I will tell you that, but I will also say that I have toddlers. And it blows my mind. Okay, tell me. What do you Just mean? Just like how much their hands are in their mouth, how they're like, they are outside playing, and then all of a sudden they're licking their hands. Right. Like, just things where you're like, that's, I don't understand how we can't learn about germs. I feel like we've learned about germs a lot. But that's how things like spread like crazy. There's, is there something instinctive about having your hands to your face or rubbing your eyes yes. or your nose or whatever? Yes, it's crazy. It's like, for us, it seems so obvious. Like, well, we're not going to spread it. We wash our hands. Right. But we're members of families that like, like yes. are germy and carriers, Absolutely. and like you know. So that's that's mm. how it happens. That's how it spreads. I know. It's crazy. So all of this then leans to how is it going to affect our daily lives? Is if it continues mm -hmm. to spread? Yes. Have you thought about that? But besides the idea yeah. of stockpiling food and that kind, are you gonna stockpile food? I will do a bigger Walmart that? order. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Totally. <laughs> Have them come to you while they can. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'll, I'll do. I'll get some more frozen meals okay, for yeah. sure. And. Okay. I'll eat them regardless. Right. So, yeah. Whether you like them or not. I'm like, no, I'll eat them. Like, I'm not really cooking with the baby anyway. So. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'll probably do something like that. Now, let me ask you this. What about your husband? Like, what would it look like for him if he, if we were, ha if we were having to quarantine here in Kansas City? He can work from home. He can, okay. But 
like he works for uh, like a construction company, insulation okay. company, and uh, they wouldn't be going to people's houses to insulate or anything like yeah, that. Right. You know, so I don't know what business wise what that would look like. Right. You know, like what do you have anything to do? Is he working from home? I don't know. <laughs> Which is what the issue has been in China with these friends of mine that I know that are there. It's like you know, what do you do? You're mm-hmm. quarantined for two weeks, three weeks. Some of them been quarantined for over a month. Oh my goodness! I hope like, you have some adult this. coloring books. Oh, That's so gosh. boring. I mean, you can only watch so much Netflix. You can only binge so long. I right? know. Before you're like, I want to get out there. I totally. mean, this is why productivity has slowed so much, mm-hmm. and the stock market has crashed yes. because of all because of the realization that man, all of the productivity has stopped. I know it's yeah. really crazy, especially because you could take some solace in thinking that like, well, only two percent of people are going to die. It's like not that many, right? But right. if you think of like that of like the population that would get it, it's still a ton of people. Right. Like it still could be 50 million people. It could be. Absolutely. And not only that though, but it's not just the people that, that die, but it's the people that have to quarantine themselves and stop doing what yeah. it is they normally do in mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Like that has major ramifications. I know. Yeah. It is. It's really, it's really, it's crazy. It like, I, I think I've talked about on here that I love this book called Station Eleven. Um, oh yeah, so yeah, I remember you saying something. What was that about? That is remember. about, it's a fiction book about a flu that overtakes the, the world and how it just kind of shuts everything. It spreads so quickly, it shuts everything down and it just becomes more of like a post-apocalyptic kind of world. I know, I'm not saying that's going to happen at all. No, I just not. keep... It's fiction. <laughs> it's a fiction novel. Right, right. <laughs> but I keep thinking about that book yeah. because it's one of my favorites and I've read it a couple of times and I think like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like, this, this is, is like... Out yes, I know. And like hopefully not at all. But right. like just like... It's just kind of... I'm not a prepper. I didn't prep for Y2K. I'm not a prepper. <laughs> I don't like... I'm not in that. But then like this, you're like... Oh, I guess I should get some frozen food. Well, if, the, if the CDC says it. I, I mean, know. it's not like some right-wing, left-wing conspiracy. Yeah. This is like our government is saying, listen, you need to have some stockpiles. Yes. That's kind of, does it kind of freak you out a little bit? It's a tiny bit. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's kind I'm of like, weird. It's real. Like, I think it's easy for, like, especially me being a Gen Xer, like, mm-hmm. it's easy for me to be cynical. Like, yeah, okay, whatever. And roll my yes. eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I have to be careful not to do that because that's my tendency. Yeah. And so then they go, okay. Well, you, you think you're better this. than the government? <laughs> right. <laughs> you need to take this seriously. Yeah. Right. You know? Do you remember any other time in your life where something like this has, ha- where you've been like, oh, I guess we should, st- the government says we should stockpile? Or is this the first time in your memory that this Yeah, has I, the only thing I can think of is Y2K, like you said. Okay. And then mm-hmm. it wasn't like the government saying you need to stockpile food. I yeah. never heard that. Yeah. So this, in, you know, in my 50 years of life, I've never heard anything yeah. like this. So what would happen if if we did kind of shut down? Like, what, what would you like beam? They're like stream things from Beam. Would you like to stream? Beam things? me up, yeah, Scotty. Right. I've been watching a lot of Star Trek. Would you? I love Star Trek. You love Star Trek. I just started watching it. Oh my gosh, um, okay. Would Never you? <laughs> would you start streaming church like from your home? Like, yeah. what's your plan? So, okay, so we've actually talked about this a little bit. Oh, Pastor yeah. okay. Andy actually brought this up. Okay. We were in our break room, and I was reading this article. Ooh. In my hot little hands from, the, Can- Stars. from the Kansas City Star, mm-hmm. which we still get the paper because everyone still likes to read the paper. Yeah, Although, I like it. Not at home, but here at yeah. church. Um, and Just spreading germs everywhere, David. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Let me shake that right <laughs> um, We were reading this article, and we all started chatting a little bit. And Pastor Andy said, what are we going to do with church? Yeah. What if we can't gather together? Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if you know this, but the government has the power to shut down assemblies. 
I believe that. Did I heard that, that France you... was saying if there's anything in a closed confinement of 5,000 people or more, you're not allowed to meet right now. The Louvre closed. The Louvre closed. Not I because know. the government said so, but the Louvre just because wanted to. Yeah. yeah but I, I didn't know that no, the U.S. The, government the, would do that. The too, U.S. But. government has the authority. I, I went online and did a fact check. Oh, okay. The president yes. of the United States. Yes. In circumstances where there is public safety threats. Oh, boy. He has a ton of control. Okay. And he can implement all kinds of ways in which to keep people from congregating together. Okay. Including churches. We think about wow. separation of church and state, but no, he has the power to do whatever. Wow. Which, of course, we would want to. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. The yeah, last yeah. thing we'd want to do is to continue to spread the virus as well. But, but, but to your question, like, okay, well, what do we do? Yeah, what are we going to do? Which is why I'm so glad that in the last several years, we have really begun to do our podcast. Yeah. Our online streaming on Sunday mornings. True. So, you know, my thought was that maybe we would have just a few people mm -hmm. have our worship team come up and lead okay. worship still. Yeah. Okay. And I would preach to the camera. Wow. So you'd still come to the church but to do all this? But it would just be uh, essential personnel only. Yes. It's almost like, isn't there a, a church that does that? Like a Life TV or something, yeah, something like that. TV, yeah, And they do that. Although they, like they, they now film it um, in front of a live audience. I think oh, there's like four or five hundred okay. people there. Gotcha. Okay. So they would have to change too. Uh, back in the day they didn't, but now, okay. now they do, I, from what I understand. Okay. So it'd be a stream. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, we would stream it and we'd yeah. stream it live and have that ability and to say, yeah. stay home and be safe, right? Yes. Yeah. I kind of think that I'm more paranoid about like my kids getting anything than like me again Absolutely. for my hygiene. So I think for sure. what about what would you think if like all of a sudden there were like a lot more kids in the service because people wouldn't want their kids back there with a bunch of other kids. Do you think that would be something that okay, that would on. occur? Rephrase your question. I don't think yeah. I so like that. maybe I don't want my kids playing with a bunch of other kids back there because they're all going to exchange germs. Right. So then I start bringing my kids into the service. Oh, do you into see that? The main yeah. Service. Do you foresee that happening with a bunch of people bringing their kids into the service? Ooh, I could totally Less. see that because again, when all those kids are in the same environment, they're playing, they're touching. Petri I dish. Mean, it's just whatever, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. But I would think that if we got to that point, uh, we would begin streaming services yeah. if it was that kind of a fear and worry. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe mm -hmm. I, it, mm -hmm. it's kind of hard. We don't know. Yeah. But we want to prepare. Yes, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I think at the end of the day, though, regardless of what happens and if we ever get quarantined or we don't or mm -hmm. they figure out the cure or whatever to this thing, we can't live in a panic mode. Yes. Right? Correct. Yeah. So how do you keep yourself from not being like panic stricken? I think if if you um, if you're anxious about it or whatever, you can do small things to like try to get control of it. If you feel like that would help you, if you okay. feel like prep, if you feel like getting canned goods would help you, feel yeah, free. Yeah, if yeah, you feel yeah. like That's following great. the government's request, feel free. Please do. You know? it, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, um, you know, just trying to stay on top of your hygiene. But other than that, you're just kind of praying that God keeps you safe. You know, I mean, you're just kind of like, well, I'm gonna do what I can, so I'm not dumb, right. but I'm gonna like also cast my cares upon the Lord. Because at the end of the day, our life really is in his hands. Yeah. I mean, this really is the attitude of faith. Yeah. Not that we throw caution to the wind and we do whatever, and, mm -hmm. but but that at the end Lick of the day. Lick your hands. Yeah, <laughs> all that kind of, but at the end of the day, we have to say, God, you know, this life is not all there is. Mm -hmm. I'm in your hands and whatever comes my way, I'm going to trust you. Yeah. Whether I live or whether I die. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's 
what Paul urged us to do, right? Yeah. As we place our trust in him. Yeah. I know. It's we don't we're not quite faced with that too often, are we? We're not, and it's weird to think like like are you, were you planning on sending any missions teams out that, that are not going out? Has anything changed for you yeah. at the church? That's, that's a really great okay. point. Like we have a trip planned to go to Taiwan. Okay. Okay. And it's just a small team. It's mm-hmm. actually a pastoral team and we were gonna do a uh, a, a, a kind of a, a conference for our missionaries okay. in kind of that Asian area. Yeah. And at this point, we're thinking about postponing it because mm-hmm. of all of the issues going on. So again, yeah. we want to be safe. We totally. want our missionaries to be safe. Yeah. So we want to do the practical things. But at the end of the day, too, we also want to live not in fear. but I faith, know. It's right? really interesting. And it's it's a real tug of war. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah, that is. It's yeah. really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. So... Well, I, yeah, I am definitely praying for my, praying over my family and I'm also putting in a big Walmart order. So I feel like (laughs) doing it all, covering my bases. So there you go, get your can good and cast your cares on the Lord. There we go. I think that's the best practical advice that we can give. Yeah. And honestly, really praying that um, it's it's not as bad as maybe the government thinks it might be. I know. And like the flu comes in season. So like maybe as it gets nicer, this would also like... You know, it'll decline quite a bit. That's right. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll see. There you go. Okay. Well, uh, quite an interesting podcast. For your first Starting time back. Out. Talking about pandemic. I know. Hey, if you are quarantined and you're watching this, go ahead and head on back and listen to our old podcast, Binge. <laughs> Just start, binge it. Start binging. There's yes. a lot of great things on there. <laughs> That's right. Well, thanks for joining us today on the Crosspoints Podcast with Laura and, and David. David. <laughs> so glad you're here. Make sure you smash the subscribe button. Yes. Give like us, us. Like us. Share it comment. Do it all. Come on. Season three, episode one. So glad you're here with us.